0: This week on RFTB. we've got JF and I'm Arthur
1: and I'm Donovan. JF, Jesse Farrar is here with us in the studio from the Your Kickstarter Sucks podcast. Welcome.
2: Hey, thanks. Uh, thanks for having me on. Yeah, I'm here. Uh You're looking at
1: me, so I don't know. <laughs> and what a fantastic view it is! Impish, listener, How was that? I know this is an audio program, and talking about visual stuff on a program, you know, on a podcast, that's a little bit of a no-no. But you just gotta. Just trust me here. It's a beautiful view. It's a yeah. beautiful view.
2: <laughs> I'm I look really good. I'm doing the little thing where well, you put the fingers in the side of the smile. I don't really know what uh, this the dimples. This is like a little rascals. I don't really know what this is, but it's something that you yeah. might do if you wanted to look cute for a second. You know, so
1: it's kind of like uh it's kind of like a drill situation. Maybe yeah. they're trying to drill dimples in. If you don't have them, you do the yeah. twist.
2: I don't have any. I don't have any. And I'm doing the little the fists under my chin as well. That's my move when I want to look cute. I go, Oh, and you know my feet are kicking back behind me while I'm laying on my tummy. So,
1: you know, it's a whole (laughs) it's a whole look. I don't know what this is. Another another visual gag for that the listeners don't get to see, but the hand and then you do the little tilt head and you're like, Yeah, this is like school picture,
2: right? Yeah. 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 We're all looking cute, so
1: so let's get these pictures taken yeah <laughs> just gonna be a a, a fantastic hoot nanny up in here that the listener doesn't get to experience no
2: it's too bad
1: yeah uh well hey maybe maybe we pair pivot to some content that's not visually based uh jf sure. do, do you want to just introduce uh you know what you do what your podcast's about all that
2: sure yeah well you know uh, your kickstarter sucks is the name of the show um we do talk about kickstarters on there but you know it's like anything else we can't stay on task we're millennials we you know we we freaking grew up licking leg lead paint you know we, we, can't, we can't you can't keep us on task so we're all over the place we need our we need our ritalin we need our meds but we did basically go on there and just have a crazy time just riffing it's it's myself and my friend mike and uh, we're both just great pals and we're living this crazy life of being a, you know, a content creator, which is the number, that's the number one thing that kids want to be, which is, you know, that's, that's kind of cool to think about. So don't you
0: just fucking love making content? <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. You know, I was I was talking uh, with a friend earlier about it and it is nice. It's good to do. It's I mean, it's relatively easy. Um, I don't you know, I don't feel like. I'm dead at the end of the day, like I don't, you know, it's it's a lot easier than laying bricks, so that is, um, that's in that sense, it's very good, but also, yeah, there is there is sort of the war uh, that you're having with your mind at all times, which is, why am I talking, and I'm doing it right now, why am I talking right now, why am I, what am I opening up my mouth for, and what's coming out of it, so, you know, to the extent that that's better than having like a broken back or whatever, then I, sure. I think I'm in good shape, so, yeah, it's it's nice.
1: Yeah, only the side effect I get from it uh, is sometimes I feel like I've kind of blacked out during the episode, and I come to it at the end. I'm like, oh God, I, I hope I said good things.
2: Yeah, and it's good not to listen back as well. That's always one thing that you can't be doing is listening to yourself uh, at any point. I edit
0: the program. Yeah. I don't have that luxury. It's a fucking yeah. nightmare.
2: That's a shame. You got to get away from that as soon as you possibly can. Just to, <laughs> just to send it off and make somebody else deal with it, I think, would be my number one piece of advice. I think
0: I, think I might be too much of a control-free for, but for that. Like, by three years in, I'm like yeah Just very
1: like i'm like a like a mother hen over an egg with this girl
0: <laughs> sure
2: that makes sense too yeah
1: Well, see with it being a, a dating advice podcast i actually listened to it on the first date you know with the gals and then i oh, I make yeah. a funny joke and i'm like do you hear what that guy said this guy's fucking hilarious you should check the show out yeah that's good <laughs> didn't does that work a lot oh every single time that's a free one for the listeners if you record yourself talking for an hour yeah. Then you don't have to worry about making conversation on a first date. You just press play, and you watch their eyes widen with admiration. Yeah. Kick That's what I up. say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, how'd you, how did you get into this, the the Kickstarter specifically? Was this something like, I don't know, you, you followed that site earlier on, and you were like, half of this shit is fucking insane? Or what right. kind of, I don't know, what, what brought you to that topic? Uh, well,
2: Mike had, had been a part of a blog doing it for a number of years. I mean, like a really long, I mean, and we've been doing the show for a long time, but he had been doing the blog for even, you know, longer than that, like a, a very long, so far back into the uh, distant past. I mean, imagine if you will, the year, uh, 2000, like, uh, 10 or something, I don't know, something like that. <laughs> cool. Um, so a very long time that, uh, that, that he and these guys were goofing on Kickstarters and, you know, that if it fell off after a while because blogging uh, is also content. It sucks to do that. No one likes doing that at all. It's a nightmare, um, even if you're getting paid for it, which almost no one is. So, um, you know, we were talking and and I, you know, we we were batting some ideas around about stuff we could do. And, and not actually, we weren't batting around ideas. We were batting around whether we should have ideas to begin with. That was actually sort of the first uh, topic that we broached is, do we want to have ideas or do we just want to turn the microphones on and talk to each other? And that was really, I mean, it was really close. Like, I don't want <laughs> like, I, I to, I can't tell you how close it was to us not having uh, any ideas for the show. I guess at which point it would just never have gotten made because if not for, you know, if not for having the structure, like, I mean, you guys know, you have the structure of the show. Yeah. Wanna, you want to, you want to, you're aiming towards and something to, start the engine every week and get into and stuff like that it's it's fucking hard i mean i don't I, I don't truthfully admire the people who are on uh radio programs because uh most of the people who are doing that for you know many hours a day are conservatives and they're psychos um and they're just they're they're nasty or they're just outright stupid or you know everything else all rolled into one bad but, cow
1: type motherfuckers yeah of course or
2: even just sports right like just even sports It's 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 just mind-numbing trash. But turning the microphone on and just talking for three or four hours is like It's a skill. It's an incredible skill to Mm -hmm. have. Um, and you know that's. Of course, they always end up saying something awful, and so (laughs) that's. So doing that and not saying something awful at the same time is like really hard. Tight rep walk. It is so having (laughs) Kickstarter as. You know, the backdrop to for something to talk about, I think, has been really helpful for us. And, you know, some weeks you don't feel like turning it on and, and saying something embarrassing about your life. Uh, so <laughs> sometimes you need myself. to, yeah, so yeah, sometimes you just maybe you just do it every week. I don't know, but but sometimes it's nice, you know, when there's this, there's a dumb piece of technology that you can roast instead of you know, feeling bad about yourself or whatever you would normally do on a show, you know,
1: right? I, uh, I also appreciate – because because y'all y'all are friends with the street fight, guys. I think that is how yeah. I initially found y'all was through Brian mentioning y'all. Right. Uh, but I, I really appreciate the show is – and it, it, this might be a little over the top, but for what it is, is like – Kind of outing the excesses of this late stage doom spiral capitalism sure. and all of just the dumbest fucking shit in the world that especially when it gets funded and you're like, oh, what a fantastic system. We have burger lift but no healthcare. That's what everybody wants. <laughs> yeah. You know? Oh yeah,
2: burger lift was really funny. <laughs> that was uh Burger lift was the little, uh, it wasn't plastic, maybe it was metal. It was the little thing you set your burger down on so that the juices didn't uh, pile up on the plate and then soak the bottom (laughs) bun, right? Yeah. And there was also like a burger, like laser, like die cut out of the aluminum or whatever. Yeah hold on that's genius no, you, yeah, well, that's no.
0: you, you get the you ever get a wet bun and the shit just falls apart that's fucked up don't
2: ever need bur- to be a solution why are you putting the burger down put, put it in your mouth <laughs> what <are> you
1: <laughs> operator error to
2: be honest <laughs> yeah um but so yeah it it is i think you're right i mean i, I definitely won't be tooting my own horn at any point because if you if you come away from the show with that thought, which I think you're absolutely right, you do have to dig for it. Like, I, I don't think we've ever said that. <laughs> so you just have to pick up on it after a while that. Yeah, we yeah, absolutely. We're mired in this. And it's I mean, it can be overwhelming. It can be I mean, just, you know, I know this is coming out in, in just a little bit. It's not going to be especially current. But a couple of weeks ago when the ocean was on fire.
0: Yeah,
1: that, uh, yeah.
2: That's that's a fucking nightmare. That's awful. Um, I I have essentially nothing intelligent to say about it, and really like, don't even know. I I, st- I don't understand how it's possible. Um, <laughs> but just seeing it is a fucking disaster. So, you know that that's the type of stuff that I, I I can't pontificate on it in any way. I can just say, huh, that, f- that fucking sucks, huh? And that's yeah. about that's about where we are with right. um th- the proliferation of garbage on websites or. Or scams, because there's so many scams on there as well, because like you said, you know, even if it gets funded, it's like, are you really going to get the product? I mean, right. You know, something we do on our show is we'll we'll take some we'll take some money at the end of the month and we'll go on and we'll fund something. We'll try to back something. We'll pledge some cash to it and see if it gets made. And, you know, based on our experience, you're I mean, you may get it. You just may not fucking get it. They're just gone. So (laughs) It's just uh, it just sucks all the way around, but yeah, um, yeah, to the extent that that we point out uh, that fact, it's mostly like you're gonna have to figure that out in between, you know, me talking about wiping my ass or whatever.
1: (laughs) Have you ever found one that you actually liked? Have you you ever found one where you're like, oh shit, this thing's actually good? Well,
2: I, I think I can answer truthfully, no, because. The idea that it would be good means I would have to overlook all of the qualifications of things that make Kickstarter in general so bad, right? Right. That's like saying, to me, it's it's equivalent to saying, have you ever had a good experience in a Lyft or an Uber, right? Well, mm. I mean, sure, I've been in one and the car got me there and it was inexpensive and I felt like the person driving the car was like, okay, <laughs> and uh-huh. um, it was my only <laughs> choice and I didn't beat myself up too bad about it after the fact, but... In reality, like really thinking about it, it wasn't it good to do that. No, it was not good to do that at any point. I should have taken a cab or walked or not traveled wherever I was going in the first place anyways. So there are things on Kickstarter I've seen that are like, oh, I could see, you know, maybe that showing up and like, and using it. And I, and I, the, the fucked up thing is, is I like tech, you know, I like gadgets. I like gizmos right. and, and that kind of stuff. And sometimes the more useless, the better. I've got the little, the stupid ass, <laughs> I've got the fucking thermostat, you know, I've got the fucking whatever, a a little vacuum guy that goes around and, you know, I like that type of stuff. So, yeah, seeing stuff like that that pops up on there, it ticks that part of my brain that's like, wouldn't that be cool? Wouldn't that be cool? But the reality is... Uh, these guys don't know how to make that number one you know (laughs) if if they did it's not going to be this price or you'll never get it or when you do get it it'll suck or when you do get it it'll work and then it'll break and then the company's gone so it's like there's no there's no point at which it turns out okay except i will say except
0: in the case of like art stuff um, music stuff, yeah, right. Games those... are pretty good on Kickstarter too, like board games, shit like that, right? It, it, you know,
2: and none of that stuff basically is geared towards my taste. I'm not a board games guy, I could care less what music I'm listening to. I, I wouldn't know art to look at it, but <laughs> but those are the things that people can generally deliver on because it's like, it, I mean, if you get a bunch of money to draw something and you don't draw it, it's like, man. Come come on. You know, it's not like you had to send it off to china to get it done you just had to f- just sit there and draw it like you know it, some of those guys are going to flame out but a lot of them are going to come through so you know if you want if you want a very specific like if you want like a doctor who enamel pin i mean you can't swing a dead cat on kickstarter without getting an enamel pin funded and sent out so if that's what you want you can definitely do that and, and that's the only place you can get it so you know it's it's not all bad it's just it's never for me. I don't think.
1: There's, there's inherent in kind of the the business idea of of Kickstarter. There's only so good things can get, basically. Although I do have to take a little issue because I had, I have had one very good uh lift ride where a okay. guy saved me because I was very very drunk in a bar, and he pulls up in this huge fucking truck. And he's like, hop up in the front with me. And we start driving. he's like, you want to smoke a joint? And I was like, yes, actually. that sounds fucking great. And we smoked. And he showed me some hip hop that I, like, some artists I hadn't heard that I still listen to. And I was like, okay. I think I rolled like the lucky dice roll, and then I took all of the good energy. And now everybody else's experiences are going to be <laughs> yeah. bad to bad here yeah, on out.
2: That's that sounds like it. Yeah, it sounds like you may not have been in your right mind as well. So it it, it, that's probably, true. <laughs> it may
0: have been really bad, and you've sort of blocked it out. So.
1: Dude is just, yeah, he ran over a couple people, don't worry about that part, though.
0: It's all very context dependent, you're trying to get a lift to work, and the dude's like, you want to smoke a J, and you're like, I don't know, man, Like, yeah. I don't think so. Maybe
2: a different time would be nice, yeah.
1: I'm going to a funeral, let's fucking go, baby. Put me in a bed of the truck on the way out. Well, fucking... Good times. Big uh, big fan of YKS. And oh, thank, thank you. Thank you again for coming on here. Yeah, absolutely. Normally, we have our traditional guest question here, where yeah. we ask about an embarrassing dating or relationship story. Uh, but, JF, you are incapable of embarrassment. You are simply too smooth. <laughs> well... And so you do not have anything. Is that is that my is that the correct that understanding? Understand.
0: You're putting words in my mouth.
2: I think I, <laughs> I, I'm. I'm more than capable of being embarrassed. I mean, I I think that's almost my default state. Um, you know, I just I just get embarrassed about different stuff. You know, my my relationship history. You know, like I was telling you before, I it, it it's 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 not. Well, it wasn't a good idea to have me on the show because I don't have anything. I can't speak to it in any way. Um, you know, I, um, I'm, I'm married. So first of all, automatically, nobody
1: cares what I think about this. <laughs> Just full stop. That's I'm irrelevant. Hey, we've uh, had we've had a good stretch of wife guys on here, yeah, and yeah. we say, hey, you're you're in a in a functioning relationship over there. On the other hand, sure. you kind of are the people the person who uh, who might have some good advice.
2: Yeah, maybe that's right. Uh, Yeah,
1: (laughs) I think I think married
2: people, um, and it you know it it doesn't have to be a gendered thing at all. But like married guys, most married guys are a certain type of guy, and I think it's not all of them. I'm not trying to tell anybody you're like me uh, because first of all, I was built different. Um, But (laughs) I I just a lot of married guys are just like I'm just trying to keep my head down, and I'm just like I'm just trying to get through. The day and on to the next one and everyone, i know everybody's like that but with your family it's uh it's like I, I don't know that i did anything right it's just everything is like balancing uh correctly at this given time and i don't know if right. i could necessarily repeat the series of events that led me here you know <laughs> but it's it's okay for now but like you know i i i met my wife when i was uh 15 years old oh um, wow four, four, f- 14 years old actually that's um, awesome yeah, and I'm 33 now, so we've been together for longer than I was alive beforehand, um, and <laughs> she's, uh, you know, she's really been my only le- legitimate, you know, serious partner at any point, you know, mm-hmm. even if you feel like it's pretty uh, hot and heavy at age 13, it's all relative, <laughs> so, um, so you know, I, I think is my embarrassment stuff is almost like, if I said what I was embarrassed about now, it's like a... I'm like violating my wife's privacy. It's one thing to say I was embarrassed when I went on a first date with some girl and I never heard back from her ever again. It's like I live with this lady, so I don't I'm not going to like say what we argue about or whatever. Um, But but I'm embarrassed all the time. I mean, I'm truthfully embarrassed all the time. I, you know, I was embarrassed earlier today. Um, uh, I had an electrician in my house and he was doing some stuff. And just w- wandering around my house going, oh, this guy's seeing how I live. And not just this guy's seeing how I live. This guy's seeing how I've lived for three weeks while my family has been out of town. Oh, which that's is a like, type of living. That's very <laughs> low functioning compared to even what I'm used to. So... You know, I'm just thinking like, oh, fuck, did he fucking see that? Shit, is this like, it's dirty? Like, you know, he pulled the stove out from the wall and I was like, oh my God, there's a fucking spaghetti noodle back here. For fuck's sake. <laughs> uh, what was I, I? wasn't throwing spaghetti noodles around like the Swedish chef. I don't know how it got, I don't understand why I was there. I don't even eat spaghetti. So, um, but you know, and like, it was just the 4th of July recently and I go outside and uh, I didn't shoot fireworks. I'm not a fireworks fan, but of course, uh, my dipshit neighbor is. And, And he was, he's one of those guys who's like, Oh God, it got me so angry. He was, you know, I was out watering my flowers like a good citizen. And he was putting his uh, fireworks in the tube and firing them off or whatever. And and the tube falls over. It shoots at Uh, my other neighbor's car. It shoots into their yard (laughs) You know, he tips it back over. It flies into his house. Like, he's a total <laughs> idiot. Um, you know, and then, of course, I, I come outside today a couple days later, and there's fucking fireworks trash all over my
1: fucking yard. That's embarrassing uh, to me. It makes me look like I did the trash. I didn't do the trash, you know. This guy's firing a Roman candle full of pasta noodles into his own house. <laughs> <fucked>. <laughs> the evidence is right here. It's all over the place, man. He's done this a lot of times. so i'm cornering my
2: electrician trying to explain no you don't you don't get it man the guy next door came over here and didn't flush this toilet uh, fast enough it got all the build up on the back it's it's fucked up my neighbor's a real piece of shit you know so <laughs> so i don't know i'm i am i am embarrassed all the time it's just you know with with the ladies in my case it's just uh it, it worked out i i hit i i hit i hit the home run the first time up to back And then I'm I'm in the dugout choking on sunflower seeds like for the rest of the game I guess, (laughs) you know.
1: That's that's a good uh, that's a good situation though. That's a that's a good dice roll to happen. Yeah, Uh, no, it it could be
2: a lot worse. I mean, I've seen the last three weeks what I would be like if I were (laughs) alone, and it's not good. So I don't, you know, I I I had not I've not learned to function uh, on my own in any real way. So. Uh, i think it's really good it's 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 been it's been really nice it's been a, it's been a crazy ride it's been one wild ride <laughs> no.
1: well being out of the game for so long how about we answer some of these questions you can get a little insight into what's going on with the people without the lucky dice roll the people without yeah. the hidden spaghetti stock what does the other <laughs> half live like or however that Book or movie or whatever that was.
2: Yeah, when. no, I'd love to know. I'd love to know what's going on out there. Just the, the grass is always greener. Maybe maybe, maybe it's going to spark something in me that's going to make me want to d- download all the apps. I don't know.
1: <laughs> well, let's do it. Uh, it is time then for the MF question box. Asking all them questions. Asking all them questions. Why you asking all them questions? Make a statement. Uh-huh. Asking all them questions. Asking all the questions, why are you asking all the questions, making
0: statements, Until...
1: Woo! Where you Folks, get... it's the Question Box, the time of the show where you, the listener, can send your questions in to us and we will answer them. If you're interested in doing such a thing and you're new or you've forgotten how, you know, I say this every time, uh, you can find a link to the Question Box on our website, rftb.me. We're on our social media, Twitter, at RFTBpod, Instagram, at Radio Free Tote Bag. I'll make them the same one day, I swear to God. Uh, But that's it for now. Send them in there. It's anonymous. Don't have to make an account. Type it in the box, and you send it to us. Uh, And this week, thank you again to JF for sharing the link. We got a lot of questions in here. Let's start with this one. My wife drives much faster and more aggressively than I do. And she says, if I were a fellow driver on the road, that she would overtake my ass no problem and make me a quote unquote pussy ass. How do I get better at driving? Oh my God. (laughs) Whoa. Okay.
2: How do you get better at driving? Okay. Hmm. Could there be a worse question for me out of the gate? I don't think so. Um,. here, I'll tell you what the, it was so I don't drive very often I'm a good driver I mean I'm not I'm not incompetent behind the wheel but because of the fact that you know it's it's we've been quarantined of course and uh, I homeschooled my kids uh, this past year and also I'm a loser and I have, well, what would I be of what would I be doing nothing um I don't drive a whole lot but um, a, a few weeks ago um, you know I took the kids uh, to the zoo and I was driving in downtown Nashville traffic, which, you know, if you're listening, you're not from Nashville. It's I guess I would probably say it. We're on our way to being like Atlanta as far as how notoriously bad certain areas of the of town are for traffic as far as uh, ingress and egress into the main parts of the city. Um, it can get pretty nasty at times. Um, and even though it was off hours. Uh, I felt like I felt like I was in Mad Max. I I don't understand. I don't know what happened in like the year from me driving around regularly to not driving around regularly. But everyone just totally went nuts. And it sounds like, unfortunately, this guy's wife has gone nuts. And I don't don't think there's anything you can
0: do about that. Yeah. She's going good. to strap you to the hood of her nitro truck when she goes yeah. out looking for gasoline because it's Mad Max out there.
2: Yeah, people are prone to going nuts, and sometimes you're you're the one who's not gone nuts, and you have to deal with the nuts one, and you just gotta hold on for dear life. But you know, I don't know, man. Driving is driving is scary. I think I'm yeah. old. I'm too old. But they're like on my ass. I, I don't know. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to go. I'm trying to go home. Why are you in my asshole? You know,
1: right.
0: Yeah. As far then- as pro- oh, please.
1: Well they're phrasing it as better too. Yeah. And I and I feel like we gotta qualify that that better is not better in terms of following the the rules of the law, but better in the sense of like, I'm very good at Mario Kart, I know how to get ahead of the other drivers, I know how to hit them with the lightning bolt and shrink their cars down to a ridiculous size so I can run them over and make them speed out. Yeah. What kind of techniques then, I guess, could we use you know, so that your wife, you know, she's coming to overtake you and uh, uh, just roast you for your, your weak-ass driving. What yeah. kind of techniques? What kind of defense? Maybe banana. like a spike trap? A banana's yeah, banana is pretty accessible. That's mm-hmm. a classic. Yeah, you yep. can
2: get a hold of those pretty easily, I think. Um, I mean, it, it sounds like you've lost her respect. Um, so... I <laughs> I guess my my number one piece of advice would be just to, you you have to accept that um that that's over and you're not going to get that back, but maybe you can do something else that's not this. Why doesn't she just drive? What are you driving for? Why, why doesn't she just drive all the time? Okay, you you clearly aren't good at it, and she loves to do it and go crazy. So unless you think she's putting you in mortal danger, let her take the wheel. What play like on your that. fucking Game Boy? What are you talking about?
1: That's a good point. Uh, more of a Mario Double Dash situation than like a Mario Kart you 64. <laughs> you, she can be the Mario, you know, burning it up from the driver's seat. You can be the Luigi, eating yep. bananas, chucking them at people. You're, you got turtles, I guess. I guess you'd have to kill a lot of turtles to get that work. And I don't know <laughs> sure. if that's necessarily good, but maybe find some turtle shells from already dead turtles, right? You know, and you're just kind of, you're sitting in the passenger seat, maybe use your ability to follow the rule of the law to create like an organization system for your road items. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. then you become a team, you know, your relationship strengthens. I mean, that's what it's all about. Dating is that's just true. basically finding the best double dash partner. That's what I've always said.
2: <laughs> that's smart.
0: Uh, if I may offer some practical advice, if you really do desperately want to improve your driving skills, take a gig where you do some driving. Uh, I came to driving later in life. I got my license when I was 30 years old. Oh, wow. Um, took me a long time to get around to it. And I was timid as fuck. Like going out on the highway was terrifying. I couldn't, you know, I was merging. Ah. Yeah. Uh, and then I took a job (laughs) delivering flowers. And I got good real fucking fast because like yeah. you got to you got to make your stops you got to get you know where you're going you got to make moves. So uh, if you wow. if that's something that's available to you and something you're actually interested in doing, uh, some practical advice would be to take a, a job driving.
1: Yeah, maybe deliver for the, a company that has fire flowers. Am I right?
0: <laughs> sure, <laughs> that's right. You
1: know, oh.
2: I uh, you know a lot about Mario Kart. I. <laughs> I took a I took a course um, when I was uh, I guess probably fifteen, um, and at, in in those days you would either have to to go and sit for the written exam, in um, the computer exam at the driver services center, or you could go and take this driving preparedness course. Yeah. Um, and get out of I think you could get out of the written portion of the exam, um, and then you would just have to go and like click the buttons on the computer a few times. Um, and I don't think I had, I didn't have to do a road test either because I'd passed the course. Mm. So I don't remember anything from the class except that the teacher was adamant that one of the main ways that women are attacked is when they are walking to their car and the, the assailant is underneath the car and slices uh, their Achilles tendons. rendering Jesus them Christ. In, incapable of I hearing. heard this before. This is like a very common, yeah, like, uh, uh, uh. Uh, urban legend about um about kidnappings and stuff like that and it's dreadful to think about even for a moment that it could yeah. possibly <laughs> be real but uh, that's the only thing i took away from the course so i would suggest finding a different course uh, than the one i went to if you want to sure. do some education late in life
1: maybe get some like tall boots too to protect those tendons oh. just in case it couldn't also- hurt yeah. Steel heeled boots. Yeah. yeah, there we go. Then you just stomp on their little snippy hands when they're trying to slice you from under there. Yeah, yep, absolutely. Well, I think we answered uh your question there, listener. Uh and so use get them boots, kill a bunch of turtles, show your wife what's up. Double dash time. That's what we've landed on here. Pretty good. Arthur, what else we got in this box?
0: Hi, Arthur and Donovan. Hello. Hi. About a month ago, you gave me advice on how to deal with my wife wanting to go on a trip when she has chronic fatigue syndrome. You were right to tell me off. I had no right to say she couldn't go on the trip. She came back and uh, was great that night. She told me all about her trip and the fun she had and even complimented my food for the first time in months. But things quickly returned to normal with her spending most of her time in bed. When I told her I would be leaving for a guy's weekend in my hometown, she pushed back on the idea, saying that I can't just leave for three days due to her condition. Uh, When I proposed giving her money for DoorDash or making some meal prep for her, she went silent and said she didn't want to talk about it. I'm feeling a lot of emotions right now. I just don't know how it turned out this way. Sorry for the essay.
1: Oof. For for context, for... Folks who haven't heard, for JF, we had a, a question, I don't know, a month ago, maybe? Yeah, thereabouts. Where somebody was dealing with a partner who was saying they had this chronic fatigue syndrome, and they were just kind of laying around quite a lot, not really doing anything, feeling very down, and but then wanted to go on this trip with her friends, like out to somewhere, and the partner was like, what gives? You haven't wanted to do anything. Now you're going on this trip. And we were like, hey, that sounds pretty depressing to me, and mm-hmm. something that, tends to help with that is kind of breaking out of that by, you know, going somewhere, being around people. Uh, and so it sounds like, on, on for, I mean, it sounds like she had a good time with that. Maybe it, it lifted a bit, but coming back is kind of right back to this, which is is leading me again to thinking this is a, a depression situation. Mm-hmm. And then maybe, you know, kind of using this chronic fatigue syndrome as this, as this other name is kind of covering for it and kind of enabling it a little bit. Mm. And that seems very bad to me.
2: Yeah, that seems like a tough situation. I'm sorry to hear about that. I, you know, I, I'm, 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 I'm a dumbass. I don't, you know, I don't have uh, any training in anything. So I think it would be beyond me to diagnose uh, anything in particular, whether it's depression or whatever. But (laughs) I certainly agree with your impulse that it sounds like that's, I mean, that's what I do when I'm feeling depressed. Um, Oh, man. And that's like uh, that's like number one on the uh, boxes to check is they're used to kind of like laying around and feeling like crap all the time. So that right. that certainly makes a lot of sense. Um, you know, I think I, I don't know whether you said this w- uh, when they first wrote in, but I do feel sympathy towards someone who's who is in that position of like they feel like they're trying all the time, and they feel like the other person's maybe not trying as much or maybe not recognizing that they're trying as much. You know, yeah. I'm I'm the kind of person who can really go overboard with that sometimes like making sure that I get recognized for what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. I'm an only child or, or I'm just an egomaniac. I don't know what it is, (laughs) but it does feel good. I think for a lot of people to be acknowledged that like, Hey, whether, whether the other person can admit it's because they are depressed or they don't feel like doing anything or whatever. It is nice to, to, to hear like, Hey, thanks for doing those. Thanks for making those meals for me or whatever. That was really cool. I appreciated that. They were delicious. You know, you take care of me when I'm not feeling good. That's really great. And I, I don't think you should feel bad for wanting that acknowledged, but you can't let that turn into poison against your partner mm. and, and, and start creating this rift between you because you feel like you're not getting what you want out of the the relationship as far as acknowledgement goes, you know, but you can't, the, the thing to remember is you can't tell someone else not to be depressed and have it work. Um, yeah. And you also the other thing you cannot do is tell them what worked for you to not be depressed, so that they can go do that themselves. Because you know I, I'm I have I have finally realized this at this at this age. No one actually wants to have the problem solved, at least in the way that you think it could be solved. Mm-hmm. They they want compassion um, and acknowledgement, um, and they want sympathy, and they just want somebody to listen. Um,
0: it's like and, we talked about with the communication styles. It's what people are right. looking for when they're when they're talking about things. Yeah.
2: yeah, exactly right. If it were me, I feel like I would want someone to solve my problem. But mm-hmm. when I do have a problem and somebody gives me the solution, I don't like it. <laughs> so the, right. the reality is, is you're not going to be able to fix this yourself. But what you can do is impress upon your partner the need for you guys to communicate whether it's with each other or with a mediator there, like a therapist, a couples therapist. Maybe you go individually at first. Maybe you go together at some point. But Mm -hmm. this is going to fucking fester if you don't take care of it. Um, It's not going to turn around overnight just because you you clench your fists about it. You know what I mean?
1: Right. And uh, I feel like this kind of shows it, too. We were talking about this a bit last time. Uh, but with with this follow up, I, I I've talked about this a whole lot. I got a whole lot of experience with depression, yeah. And I, I tend to feel it like this, where I will I'll be laying down on the couch. I feel physically like shit, and it f- feels fucking hard to get up and do stuff. Yeah. And you kind of get stuck like that. But the longer you're like that, the worse it gets. The harder it is to like break out of that. And so I feel like you're kind of seeing that here, where she was able to change up the scenery. Like it, it, it helps when there's kind of something to be done, and it's more, it's like a fun thing you want to do, and that can kind of help that energy uh, get going. But then coming back, it sounds like she's kind of losing that momentum. Yeah, you know, with you all just both being in the house, and like circumstances of the world contribute to that too. Uh, but Jeff, what you were, what you were getting at? Yeah, you can't really. It, it, how do you go to your partner and kind of? Nudge it in that direction of seeking some kind of help for it, without being like, "Hey, you got to do this, this, and this." Because again, they're just going to feel all this pressure. Yeah, they're going to feel more wanting to kind of stay laying down like that, and then you become the bad guy in this situation, and it becomes more of a, you know, a versus thing rather than I'm, you know, trying to help you through this thing you're going through.
0: Absolutely. Uh, yeah, that's. I can understand the stew of emotions that you're uh, experiencing in the moment when uh, you you get so she went on a trip and now you're like oh okay yeah i kind of deserve a little you know me time a little vacation away from from these responsibilities uh and you offer this uh solution of meal prepper i'll give you some cash for doordash and she's like i don't want to talk about it i could see that being de- like devastating in the moment yeah it just fucking hurts um just like i said before that she has to be able to go on trips and that has to be okay the same has to apply for you, and you do have to stand yeah. up for that. Um, so, like, don't feel sorry for the essay. Like, you know, feel feel your emotions, and I'm glad you can kind of come to us for this, and I'm glad that you're that you're with us, and go on the fucking trip. Like, just kind of just walk on it, and just be like, here's the cash for the door. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. because that has to be how that has to go. Uh, or maybe, maybe next time, why, why are y'all planning these trips like apart from each other? Why don't you go on like a thing together at some point?
2: Could be nice. You yeah. Know, I, I think, I think one, one maxim you might want to repeat to yourself. Um, and I, uh, like I said, this is something I have to do as well is you can't control the stuff that you can't control. Right. And, and that that actually works, I think, in two ways for this situation. In, in, in the first situation, you were sort of, you had the impulse to sort of control what your partner could do, right? Don't, shouldn't do that, right? We don't want to do that. Uh, that's going sure. to, that's going to lead to negative outcomes. But also now you want to do your own thing. And what are you trying to do? Basically controlling how they feel about you mm. going on your trip. You can't mm. control that either. So you can't. You can't make them do what you want. And you also can't make them feel how you want them to feel. Okay. You just have to be a responsible partner in the situation and explain yourself and communicate. And then after that, it's out of your hands. Like you can't, your whole life can't be like, I hope I'm managing
1: everybody else's emotions. You're going to drive yourself fucking nuts. Especially with something like this, you know, and again, we we don't know depression or not. It's just, this sounds like my experiences and, uh, You know with that kind of thing it is it's not even beyond just your control it's to an extent beyond her control too like it is kind of its own thing up there uh and so i feel like the more kind of you engage with it you kind of get associated with it like i'm saying and and you're getting all the backlash from this and it becomes about you as opposed to you know the kind of nebulous depression that could be hard to hard to point to uh i i like what everybody's been saying particularly just laying out how you feel and i i need to get away too like the same way kind of you needed to get out of the house for a bit that's where i'm at uh but if you're getting so much pushback from this there is a certain point at which if this is causing so many problems and no resolution is happening and she is just not really doing anything to get out of the situation you know it may be a situation where this this relationship isn't working anymore
0: Yeah, I think we said it before, Uh, you really have to evaluate what kind of position you're willing to take in relation to her chronic illness. Like if if you're not fully comfortable being in like a full time caretaker role, then this might not be for you.
1: Exactly. And it, you also just don't beat yourself up for that either, because yeah. ultimately, like taking care of her on this level isn't isn't your responsibility. Like you can't function like that. It's clearly, you know, making you pretty miserable and causing stress between the two of you. So not to say, you know, all is lost. We don't know the, the whole story here, but I think it's just important to keep in mind uh, and make sure you're not like overextending yourself for something that's making you both miserable. Yeah. yeah. Because there are
0: people in this world who fill that role like willingly and happily, and that's what they want to do with their life. Um, if this isn't how you want to spend your life, then you don't have to. Yep, that's true.
1: Good luck with it, though, and yeah. uh, thanks for thanks for updating us on that. That's a that's a tough situation to be going through, and uh, we we wish you all the best out there. Yeah, absolutely. All right, we also have a little bit of a cavalcade of uh, wild and wacky stubs here, and a little bit of a tone change. Uh, Let's see what we have in here. Oh, uh, oh, here we go. Uh, uh, I have more money than I need, and my beautiful wife is kind to me every day. My question is, how do I brag about this effectively? So now we're in the opposite situation. Wow. <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah, I like that's
0: it. That's pretty good. The RFT question box is a great place to do it, apparently. Yeah. Yeah, that's one way to go with it.
2: Flexing you know.
1: on us.
0: Um, so you want
2: to you brag. You want to brag, but you need advice on how to brag. Sounds like you're not that good at bragging. So I guess my my first piece of advice would be, you need to level up a little bit. It must not be as good as you think it is if you can't figure out a way to be a real <laughs> asshole about it. Because it seems like everybody who has it really good is like the world's biggest dick. So that's gotta be something you can put together on your own. You know, you may you may have more problems than you think. So why don't you spend a whole day analyzing how your life might actually suck ass?
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Not- Uh, fantastic advice for anybody really (laughs) ruminating on the negative aspects of life just to kind of orient yourself absolutely Uh, yeah i'm also picturing some kind of like mlg highlight reel situation that you play with some banging dubstep behind it because it's 2012 and you've got clipsy all walking down the aisle and you've got clips you're in bed at night and you're like hey I just want to let you know I love you so much. And she's like, oh, I love you too. We do this every night. And then you both peacefully fall asleep, not even drunk or anything. It's its just perfect. And yeah. then and the air horns are blasting while you're both sleeping soundly and you you know nestle up into a little spooning pose. That could be good.
0: This guy essentially said, I'm in the middle of carrying a League of Legends game and about to close it out, and my brawless wife brings me a sandwich, not asked for, with <laughs> chips, as I get a double-kill bot lane. So how is your day going? Is essentially what he's doing here. Is that Damn. something real? Is that is that, that a real is, thing? That is a tweet from Ninja, the streamer Ninja. Jesus fucking oh. Christ.
2: Yeah. I've, I think I've seen that before. Don't you the... want to
0: fucking die?
1: <laughs> you, know, <laughs> like you want to end it all? The brawless <laughs> thing is not yeah. cool. Fuck, Ninja.
2: <laughs> That's not
1: cool to say. Yeah, I get it, dude. My my cat came up brawless and yelled at me for a sandwich while I was uh, getting some dubs on Mario Golf. I get it, oh, Ninja. Man. Yeah, I'm right there with you.
0: His, his
1: wife
2: is, like, somewhat famous as well, right? I mean, I, maybe, I guess maybe through association with him only. I have no idea. But she's got, like, a, a like public-facing person, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Hillary Hillary Clinton. <laughs> Hillary <laughs> right? Clinton. Uh, she streams she's a streamer also an she's, activist entrepreneur and digital personality oh so, boy so she's
2: a streamer in her own right i just feel like that's really that's cutting the legs out from her to say she's walking around without a bra don't yeah. say that don't say don't say whether people in your life are wearing bras leave it up we'll <laughs> we'll figure it out we're obviously imagining it all the time we're thinking about it
0: constantly so we'll, let us do the work don't do the work for us no. Yeah, Donovan doesn't uh, say I was, uh, yeah, we were cutting an episode with my brawless co-host.
1: You don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, it was. And it was steaming hot over here. (laughs) Unlike you fucking plebs out there, you know, without braless partners yeah they're probably wearing bras they're
2: probably wearing two bras even a disaster
0: have you ever seen that i hate i hate that some women have to do this like they don't have an effectively that bras are so fucking expensive that they're like i have to wear two sports bras to contain the fury not ideal yeah it
1: sucks
2: i've never seen that i'd love to though that's my number one thing to think about is women in
1: bras so i don't know (laughs) i'll have to check it out not just one here we're talking (laughs) we're talking about a multi-bra situation (laughs) all right i hope that helps you brag become ninja that's pretty much what we're saying yeah yeah arthur what else we got in here like see anything you'd like i i do for jf
0: How do I get my girlfriend to stop complaining about not having sex all the time? I just want to watch some damn TV with her.
2: Yeah, been there. You know, sometimes the dick game is just too strong, you know. Um, (laughs) That's that's a tough spot, you know. That's a really tough spot to have to deal out all this pleasure. And it's like, at the end of the day, you know. All this prestige. We're in the we're in the height of prestige TV. So you know? yeah, true. Mad Men, Sopranos, uh, Breaking Bad. You can watch These all this. Are all stuff. things that
0: were on TV ten years ago. Tom. You know,
2: this is the <laughs> height of it right now. We're we're, we're really into it. Um, and I've not seen any of those either. So Days um, of
1: Our Lives. Right. Right. Dallas. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I I've personally been too busy having sex to catch up on any of the prestige sure. TV so I understand but I mean do you not have a TV in your bedroom it's 2021 let's get the TVs in there and uh, you know but watch it put the headphones in maybe do a headphone on the Ooh. TV um, and you know as long as they're facing one direction you're facing towards the TV I think you can yeah. probably be and get through most of an episode of Deadwood and
0: uh, <laughs> absolutely and still bust you, the nut you know if you have a smart TV you can get
1: some smart dome yeah absolutely oh there we there we go yeah some sexual positions probably more effective than others i'm picturing a reverse cowgirl situation where you're leaned up on some pillows then you can both you know enjoy uh season five of love island together while you're getting it on mix the two perfect chocolate and vanilla peanut butter and jelly (laughs) fucking and uh house md
2: oh yeah i watched most of house that was really good i liked house and fucking, I like fucking also. So sure. I, didn't, I didn't mean to make that sound like I don't like fucking. <laughs> did, it,
0: did, it, did it blow your mind when you found out Hugh Laurie was British?
2: That was weird. That, that was, was weird, a weird week for me. Yeah. yeah, I just. But of course, I mean, I guess he was very famous prior to being on House. Sure. But uh, I, I just, didn't know that. I was in right. high school. So <laughs> is, is
1: British famous? It's like when you yeah. see uh, like Top Gear, or fucking some British chat show, and they're bringing up all these celebrities, and they all have wacky British names, and you never heard of them, and they're talking about. Nonces. That's like true. That. That's yeah. true. Did you know nonce means like pedophile? I just learned that earlier this week. I thought it meant an idiot
0: before that. Me too. Yeah. I named my Dark Souls 3 character nonce. So I have a You did do that. I have 125 <laughs> hours in a character whose name is pedophile.
2: That ain't good. <laughs> That's not right.
1: <laughs> oh, we, we love British culture, don't we, folks? Yeah. All right, fuck them, watch TV at the same time, multitasking. You'll also be improving your abilities next time you're applying for a job. And they're like, we like people who can multitask, handle multiple projects. Yeah. And you'll have, you know, this experience you can talk about. And what's better than that? You'll get the job for sure. Hey, folks, I'm trying to find out if I'm misreading signals here and I need help. I was at Vons the other week, California alert. Picking up my daily essentials when I went to check out. As each item strode down the belt, the women at the register noticed the AirPod in my ear and asked what I was listening to. I said, Frank Sinatra's greatest hits on Spotify. And she went, oh, I thought so. I wasn't sure if she was flirting at me or commenting on my old blue eyes t-shirt that I was also wearing, you know. Am I missing something or was she flirting with me I know I'm going to see her again when I go back. Is that a Frank Sinatra reference? I know
0: I'm going to see her again when I go back. Uh, <laughs> I think, it sounds yeah. like that could be a
1: lyric. Is it New York, New York?
2: Hold on a second. Yeah, that's. I think that's somebody taking the piss a little bit. <laughs> These fucking
1: <laughs> bastards. We're Ugh. seriously Googling. I was all prepared to give you like Frank Sinatra impersonator advice so you could really woo this lady, but apparently you've been just... Joking us around over here, and I don't yeah. appreciate blue eyes I care
0: about his blue eyes, white dragon. Yes,
1: yes, get his ass. Yu Gi well, Oh!
0: Oh,
2: okay, gotcha. All I right, I
1: think. Did yeah. I get that right? Yeah, yeah it's Yu Gi Oh! Hell yeah, dude. Wow, okay, Yu Gi Oh! More like Me Gi Oh! because I just remembered <laughs> that that was a part of that uh beloved anime series. Was uh, that even an anime series? Yeah, they did a they did an anime. Nice, nice uh she's she's probably not flirting with you because you know th- this is just general advice across the board uh typically the ladies not so interested into in people who who post crank questions to a beloved and very serious relationship podcast so maybe knock that off uh, and then you'll be swimming in, in sinatra loving ladies yep how about that
2: that's well, good well handled Fucking
0: AirPods. I think I'm it's a- the AirPods that did it for me.
1: <laughs> also, single AirPod, capitalized A Yeah, I should have called mm. it right then. Yep. Arthur, we got any non jokesters in this box? <laughs> hey, here's a
0: quick one for you. Do you got your Quavassier? Quavassier. That's the whole text of the question. Do wow. you got your Quavassier? Now, what? Okay. Do you guys know a lot about? uh is
2: that a brandy it's a cognac I think. a cognac okay but now what's the difference between brandy and cognac
0: i gotta look it up see I this is was, where we this is where we're getting in,
2: we're getting in the mud here gang we don't know we don't <laughs> know Cognac
0: must be made in the in, cognac region of uh, france While okay. brandy can be made anywhere in the world uh, but cognac is a brandy
2: play. but it's just it's just like a it's like a branding Correct. champagne thing. sparkling champagne. wine yeah
1: squares okay. and rectangles kind of situation here folks. I got gotcha. you yeah classic
2: yeah I um I, I don't I don't have I don't think I have any of that I have some oh, hennessy you know in the house I don't have my Cuvasiier I have I have hennessy in the house I don't drink it um so I just <laughs> it's just sitting there I guess I will pour it out at some point. Uh,
1: but sure. <laughs> I don't for know. A a real red. one, you will pull yeah. it out for a Yeah, red.
2: I guess that's right. I have to wait until something bad happens to get rid of it.
1: <laughs> or next time you have rapper company over, you know, yeah, you sure. a company over, but it's like a family of rappers. You'd be like, hey, yeah, got something for you.
2: That could be cool. Yeah, we could enjoy <laughs> that. You know, I tried it. I tried it. I've heard good things about it. As you said, mostly in rap is where I've heard good things yeah. about <laughs> Hennessy. And you know, I. Tr- I tried it and I said oh this is not for me but you know it's it's not I'm not quite ready to throw it out just yet and you know maybe yeah. that's something I need to work on so yeah
1: well so maybe not <laughs> maybe not the clearest question here uh but we did learn something out of this which is that Jf needs to step up his MF Henny game yeah getting here it's the the question box is honestly more of a mirror for us uh in many ways you yeah know, absolutely I see myself in some of these questions
2: yeah that's right. yep well, we're all wear a mask, and I think that, that this is helping maybe take it off, you know, for once.
1: Yeah. Wow. A beautiful thing to think about.
0: every just a mask a- reference. Bearing <laughs> their hearts.
1: Bearing their hearts here. Let's see. Here, okay, here we. Okay, this is. This may be a crank. This may not be a crank. You decide, listener. Hey, the other night I was in bed pretty late, and my wife was asleep next to me. I was innocently scratching my balls when my wife suddenly woke up, turned over, and said to me very angrily... Angularly. (laughs) Angularly. Said to me very angrily, Were you masturbating just now? I denied it, but even though I was telling the truth, I felt defensive. And though she eventually said she believed me, I'm sure it was only so she could get back to sleep. I get the sense, though she hasn't said anything since... Then she thinks I'm a lying piece of shit who wait till she falls asleep each night so that I can start tugging at my thing. And her whole demeanor toward me has soured. Yeah. I sometimes look over at her to see her coldly looking, her looking coldly askance at me. That's a new one for me. As one might, an unwanted birthday gift. What should I do? Oh boy. I, I think, I think there's some, there's a, even if this
2: is not true, there's a nugget of truth into this, there is <laughs> which, which is that I think women are in general or sometimes, uh, really, really confused by what, uh, is I think promoted as sort of the, the, the out of control sexuality of men. Um, not that I would ever say that th- I'm not saying a guy has never pulled off, uh, in bed. Um, next to his lady, I'm sure that happens, uh, probably a lot. Um, <laughs> but I do, I do think that there is that aspect of like, um, guys are horny, nasty freaks, so they must be doing something horny, nasty and freaky all right. the time. And that's just, it just ain't true. Or if it is true, it's like maybe not true in that way. Right. It's not, sure. um, I, I personally, I'll just say, I'll speak for myself. I would never do this in a million years. Um, i i I could have been I could have been like a uh, uh, like genie coming out of the bottle without having jerked off. and if I went right into the bed next to my wife, I would not jerk off in the bed with my, I just well, how could that ever be good? like it's just it's a fantasy like you're jacking off and she rolls over and says oh let me help like what the fuck are you talking about she's asleep you know (laughs) i would never i'm not doing that so that is um but i do think women think that i do think they think you're just like uh, what like you're like do they think you have a boner all the time maybe
1: like any opportunity you're gonna start cranking unless you are very carefully monitored
2: yeah I, I think that I think some I think some women really do believe that and, and of course men have stupid beliefs about women's sexuality I mean, many of them there are <laughs> books filled with that kind of stuff it's just I don't think guys ever got around to writing the book like no I'm not jerking off and 10 other things you have to believe about guys you know so.
0: you just fucking wrote the title of the RFTB book I was thinking about like how we're gonna do it no I'm jer- no I'm not jerking off the so
1: there's also an intersection here between this and another kind of cryptic uh, male, yeah, just people with balls behavior. Right. Sometimes you just kind of grabbing at him, and there's nothing sexual to it. I don't. Yeah. Sometimes I can't even identify why. But sometimes you're just kind of your your hands down there, and sometimes it's an itch. Sometimes it's even not. Sometimes you just gotta just gotta jostle it. things a little bit. I mean
2: you've seen like a like we all watched Gamer Thrones right and uh, we forgot about did it but we did watch. Yeah we watched Gamer Thrones and and <laughs> and it wasn't uh good at the end of course but we remember watching it you know and so we all had those seven years where we just watched guys walk around and they had their hand on the what, what do you call it? the the hilt the pommel Pommel okay right so you they, they were just had, they, <laughs> their hand was just on there right or, like, if you drive an automatic car, not a stick shift, the guy from before need not apply to this. Obviously, he couldn't handle it. But even if you drive an automatic, you've just got your hand sometimes on the gear shifter, right? What are you doing? Oh, You're going to throw on it the pommel. Pommel. on the pommel, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know? You're not about to throw it in reverse on the highway, right? But sometimes it just feels good to rest your hand there. And right. And I think, I think your weighing is pretty similar, you know? You, yeah. The, uh, uh, the guy from Married for, uh, Married with Children, I guess, was famous for having his hand That's down true. his pants. And it was a joke. Like, look at this guy. He's such like a slothful, like uh, just this like lazy, like gross guy. He's always touching <laughs> his dick or whatever. But what do I fucking do when I'm on the couch? I mean, my hand's all the way down there. And it's just. Oh, I, yeah. I don't want anybody to see it, but it just is what it is. You know, <laughs> it's real life. That Married with Children was real life. I don't know if yeah. people realize that. That was real.
1: I like the analogy of the rest in the hand on the stick shift, too, because there, there's it's that same degree of it's right there. It's in the perfect yeah. spot. If you extend yep. your arm out, and you're just trying to rest it somewhere. Sometimes it's going to land there. It and is the pommel of the AMAP body. That's you know, this, a very good description. It is the pommel. and Sometimes you just got to do whatever it is you do with the, the pommel. I think it's like maybe you hit people with the bottom okay, of it. Know know. You, can, you
0: can butt someone with the pommel, of course. Huh. Gotta jot that down for later. This came up one time. I was uh I was like maybe 13 years old. I'm sleeping over at my homeboy's house. And I'm laying on the floor, he's in bed. And I'm like, he just says to me, Do you ever just like play with your balls in a non sexual way? And I remember going, I do. And I th- yeah. and that in that moment I knew that we were both just fondling
1: ourselves.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it It's kind yeah. of beautiful. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's a it's a bonding moment. It's a yeah. it's a beautiful thing that uh, we're cursed with these dangly motherfuckers. Some yeah. good has to come out of them, and yep. it's a bond that we all share uh, with just the joy of wrestling, folks. It's the joy of wrestling, and that's the episode title. There we go. I'm also thinking of a dear friend of the show, Zisti, uh, who I lived with for some time, who literally at all times, and it wasn't a laying down thing. If he was ever just like standing, chatting with people in a room, hand down the pants. Like the, went out of fashion for a while to like tuck your hand into your jacket. Oh, yeah, yeah. Napoleon type shit. And it was like that level of it. And he wasn't even jostling it. It would just be sitting in there. And I was just kind of like, what is the, what are you doing here? What is the purpose of this? He's like, oh, man, feels right. <laughs> he did All say right it then. feels right. <laughs> 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 well uh, thank you out. for thank you for that question. And uh hopefully, you know, hey, turn your wife on to onto this show, rftb.me. Hey, maybe even send her to patreon.com rftb, where she could get some bonus episodes and get a little more context, uh, you know, for what you're going through in the uh in, in the but bald body in which you reside. Now, say that she does go to
0: rftb.me, and she really loves what she sees there, and she wants to give Mm us $10 a month. What's she going to get, Donovan? I think she'll get some kind of shout-out. That's right. Uh, A shout-out to maybe somebody like uh, Ryan from episode 105, Rich Homie Click Clack.
1: Ooh, or perhaps a shout-out to good friend Spreadable Fruit. What about Barb? We could shout-out Barb. What about uh uh my dad? <laughs> we could also shout out Daddy Dylan. And those are the shoutouts. Uh, yeah, the, I kind of segued into that really well, Arthur. Thank you for for picking up on that. But we, uh, I guess we are at, towards the end of the program here, and with our wrap up business, Jeff. Thank you again for coming on. Yeah, of course. We are applauding with our ball sweat covered hands because we appreciate your time very much. Uh, what do you What do you got to plug? Where can the people find you?
2: Oh yeah, like you said, listen to YKS. That would be great. Um, we get pretty silly on there too. Just a warning. Um, and uh, uh, my my video game stream, the Go Off Kings. Um, we stream uh, just almost every night. It seems like here in the summer, but uh, generally speaking, you know, uh, uh, Monday through. Thursday or Friday on twitch.tv slash the go off kings. Um, a fun place. Not not very serious. It's not like we're not talking ninja and his brawless wife territory with the <laughs> League of Legends, uh well, whatever you said earlier. I couldn't keep track of it. Uh mostly goofing off and and telling jokes and thinking about hot dogs and uh, throwing the football around and stuff like that. So
1: check that out. Hell yeah. It's absolute hoot, nanny. Head on down there. That's yeah. that's what we say. We love it. Arthur, what's our intro
0: music? Our intro song is the song Hanging On by the band Nowhere. You can find their music at nowheremusic.bandcamp.com
1: uh, And much like two friends, Jocelyn Nutty is next to each other, separate, not necessarily linked, but there is a common thread. And here it's music because our outro song is a song Stephanie by the hey Fellows. You can find them at Instagram.com slash thehayfellows or on Spotify. Search those three words, the hey Fellows. I want to give another big old thank you to Jesse for joining
0: us on the program. I also want to thank the listener for tuning into the program. And I want to thank Donovan for helping me make the program. And uh, I want to get right up on this microphone and I want to just go. I love you. Thanks. Bye.